Welcome in to Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping at second and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh Vernier. All right, good evening. 3-2 the final score. Royals win game two in Houston. They win the series against the defending champions. Win this series, win the season series. They've taken four of five from Houston. I don't know what's going on, but it's been fun to watch. Phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. A very entertaining game, even if the bullpen would have coughed it up. I'd be in a good mood. That was a very entertaining and exciting, a fun baseball game. It made it even better, the fact that the Royals' bullpen didn't cough it up. Royals lead 3-0 after 5. They don't get another hit after that. 3-0 heading to the 6th inning. Astros put 2 on the board. It gets a little dicey, but the boys hang on for win number 53. Now, sadly, the team's played 155 games and has just 53 wins. So seeing that we only have seven games remaining in this 2023 evaluation season, can I be honest? Yeah, okay. Seeing that there are only seven games remaining, all that matters is 2024. Now, if you want me to come on here and pull out the pom-poms and, hey, they've won five in a row, they've won nine of ten, look, it's better than the alternative. It's better than losing nine of ten and already setting the stage for the worst season in franchise history. No, uh, I'm not trying to present it as if it's, hey, they won, no big deal, let's just move on. No, no, we can't do that because if this team was indeed – Uh, Coming up on 110, 115 losses, we'd be crushing them. Top to bottom, we'd be crushing them. So I'm not going to dismiss the five-game winning streak, the fact that they've won nine of the last ten, the fact that they've won four straight series for the first time in four years. No, I'm not going to diminish that, even though I will note the last time they won four consecutive series September of 2019. We've seen it before. But anyway, no, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not dismissing this recent run. I'm not dismissing the fact that the Royals just went into Minute Maid Park and took two from a desperate Houston team. Even though you and I remember 2015. Remember that championship ball club? Remember how bad they were in the month of September? Because they were just ready to get there. Houston's ready to get there. Unfortunately, unlike the 2015 Royals, they're not running away with their division. So I don't want to dismiss the recent run that the boys in blue have put forth. It's been fun to watch, but all that matters is 2024. So when I'm watching this 3-2 Royals victory, what stands out to me about the 2024 team? What stands out to me in this 3-2 win that I can correlate to the 2024 Kansas City Royals? And my answer is not very much. Sorry. Phone lines are open. You tell me if you disagree. If there was something that transpired in this uh, very exciting, 
A very fun late September baseball game. This was worth the price of admission. If you're an Astros fan, if you're a Royals fan, if you're a baseball fan, you got your money's worth. That was a very... Okay, if you're a Houston fan, yeah, you're, 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 you're ap- apoplectic right now. Astros finish, well, they still have one more home game, right? They still got the game tomorrow, but they're going to finish with a losing record at home. First time the Astros have done that since 2014. Uh, they lost 92 games in 2014. It wasn't a surprise that they had a losing record at home back in 2014. It's surprising now. Um, so, so credit to the Royals, um, but the reason why the boys won the game tonight was Jordan Lyles, first and foremost. Five innings of two-hit baseball, are you kidding me? A solid, well, better than solid. A very good performance from Jordan Lyles, a solid performance from the Royals' bullpen. Uh, but there, again, the reason why you won this game was Jordan Lyles and the Royals' defense. Kyle Isbell, Michael, uh, Michael Garcia, Bobby Witt Jr., uh, Nick Prado. Uh, strong night from the infield, and it's always a strong performance from the Royals' center fielder, Kyle Isbell. That's why you won the game, right? Jordan Lyles and Kyle Isbell uh, and the rest of the defense. Okay, maybe you want to say, hey, the, the defense was good, and you know what? We're going to have a good defense again next year, and I'll give you that. Okay. Honestly, you want to know what my takeaway is from this game? To, to be quite honest with you, uh, it has nothing to do with the X's and O's. X's and O's wise, eh, uh, not a very entertaining game X's and O's wise from a Royals perspective. If, if I'm doing the postgame show in Houston, we're, we're freaking out that you gave this game away. A first inning error, a wild pitch, and a walk lead to all three Royals runs. Yeah, we are angry in Houston. But in Kansas City, to be quite honest with you, my big takeaway is this team might avoid history. I can't believe that we're about to embark on the final week of this evaluation season and the Royals have a very, very real chance of avoiding franchise history. I don't know about you, but I, for a majority of the last three months, have assumed that this team was going to lose at least 106 games. This team was at least going to match the franchise record for futility set back in 2005. I thought that that was a certainty. Honestly, my question was, are they going to lose 110? How much are they going to pass that 05 team by? Well, here we are with seven games to go. The Royals have a brutal record of 53-102. and I'm not saying we got to celebrate this, but honestly, this was my takeaway from the game. Credit to Jordan Lyles. Nice job by the defense, but holy cow, this might not be. The record books might not show this to be the worst team in franchise history. The Royals need to win three of these final seven games, uh, need to win three more times to match the 05 squad, to just join them in the history books. Not not erase them and and, and replace them, just join them. But if they can somehow win four of the remaining seven games, tomorrow against Houston, three in Detroit, and then three at home against the New York Yankees, if they can win four of the final seven, they'll do it. 
they'll somehow go 57 and 105 and we'll never talk about this team again. How about that? You let me know if I'm wrong, if there's something else to take away from this 3-2 Royals victory. Congratulations to the boys for saving some face down the stretch. It's, I certainly didn't see it coming. Royals win 3-2. The phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. That's the phone number. That's also the Jay's Southland Tow Service text line number. You want to just shoot me a text. 913-586-7610. Royals win 3-2. We get to your thoughts after this. Firm's post-game show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Hey, it's Cody Tab, and this football season, we have you covered so you don't miss a second of the Chiefs while you're at work. Every day at 1130, we have the Chiefs Red Half Hour. Andy Reid is exclusive every Monday on Cody and Gold. Plus, Tuesdays at 1 with Nate Taylor, Dane and Hughes Thursday at 11, and Charging will help you with fantasy lineup at 1 on Thursdays as well. You can listen to the show on the Odyssey app or watch the show on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Miss anything? Catch it all on the podcast page at 610sports.com. Cody and Gold, weekdays starting at 10 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports radio welcome back to Vern's post game show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City 610 sports radio JP Franz from the belt now deals and it's in the dirt skips away from the catcher he can't find it here comes Isbell to score and the Royals lead it three nothing as the ball gets away from the catcher Yiner Diaz three nothing Royals that's all they would need Stu Steve Stewart on the call, as heard here on 610 Sports Radio. 3-0, heading to the bottom of the fifth inning. Again, Royals would not reach base again. Isbell comes in to score on that wild pitch with MJ Melendez at the dish. Melendez would strike out to finish off that fifth inning. And then the next 12 Royals are retired by the Astros' bullpen. The Royals' bullpen unable to match zeros with Houston but they are able to avoid the crooked number we see a home run off of Colin Snyder in the seventh inning and an RBI double from Kyle Tucker off of Tucker Davidson in the eighth accounts for the two Houston runs but as you know the Royals scored three Royals win three to two Kyle Isbell scoring his Ninth run in his last nine starts. He's reached safely in all nine starts. Isbell tonight one for two with a leadoff single in the third. uh, A walk in the fifth and he comes around to score the third and final Royals run. The win tonight goes to Jordan Lyles. He's now 5-17 on the season. And if you are a listener to Cody and Gold here on 610 Sports Radio, you know that if Jordan Lyles reaches six wins, that Cody Tapp is going to throw a champagne party for 610 Sports Radio. I'm sure some of the listeners, it's, it's going to be expensive. It's going to be big time. I think it was around the All-Star break. Uh, Cody was honestly being a jerk. He, he was picking on the Royals. He was making fun of Jordan Lyles and uh, you know some along the lines of, oh, I guarantee he won't even get to six wins. You know what? I'm so sure... Uh, he'll he'll never see six wins. That I'll buy um, expensive champagne for everybody at six ten Sports Radio if he reaches six wins. Well, here we are. Lyles now sporting five dubs here in 2023. Needs one more. His next start likely to be Friday night 
Kauffman Stadium, Aaron Judge and the New York Yankees coming to town. Oh, that's going to be fun. Uh, Jordan Lyles, who has matched the franchise record for home runs allowed in a season, uh, will look to set a new record. Right now, right, right he's uh, tied with Daryl May, I believe, with uh, 38 gopher balls. So there's going to be a lot on the line in, in Jordan Lyles' final starts. Is he going to stand alone as the man that has surrendered more big flies in one season than anybody else in, in Royals franchise history? Is that going to be how we remember Jordan Lyles in 2023? Or can he avoid such a dastardly fate? And, and can he rise above and pick up win number six? We'll find out next Friday night at the K. Uh, Lyles goes five innings, allows two hits, no runs, two walks, three strikeouts. Lyles has gone at least five innings in 27 of his 30 starts this season. That's the most by any Royal since 2016. Ian Kennedy and Edinson Volquez all had at least 27 starts of at least five innings. So listen, you, you can dismiss Jordan Lyles all you want. You can laugh at the ERA. You can joke about the home runs that he's served up this season. But the Royals haven't had a professional take the ball and eat up as many innings as Jordan Lyles has in seven years. It's been a lot of pitchers and a lot of losing in those seven years. The Royals would love to have someone to throw to the Wolves every fifth day in 2019 and in 2018 and 2021 and 2022. You've been bad for a while. It's been tough to get through seasons for a while over at Kauffman Stadium. The fact that Jordan Lyles, in a season that this organization is deemed the evaluation season, the fact that Jordan Lyles has helped you get through this evaluation season when you're telling everyone, hey, we're not going to be good. We're just trying to see what we have here in year one of the Sherman Piccolo era. The fact that you have a guy that's able to drag this team through 170 innings. He's the first Royal to go at least 170 innings since Jacob Junis in 2019. So, so we can scoff, we, we can joke, we can make fun of Jordan Lyles all you want, but the guy, again, I, I know it upsets you when I say it, but he has earned his paycheck this season. He's done almost everything this organization expected of him. Sure, you'd like the ERA below six. Okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight you on that. The six two four ERA isn't certainly isn't sparkling. But thirty starts, one hundred and seventy plus innings, giving you five innings at least five innings in twenty seven of your thirty trips to the bump. That's impressive. Let's hear what Jordan Lyles had to say after his fifth win of the season. This audio courtesy of Bally Sports, Kansas City. I think for the most part, just keeping guys off base. Um, they made it very difficult. Obviously, I only went five innings. Uh, every at-bat was a, a strong battle. And those guys, one of the better lineups in baseball, they're going to make you, it's going to make it make it difficult on you. And uh, they did a really good job. I wasn't able to get deep, but five scoreless, team win, 
sign me up every day of the week for it. Does it mean anything to you to come back to a place where your career started and pitch well in Minute Maid Park? Um, I'm so far removed from those days, eight, nine, ten years ago. Um, I mean, kind of only you guys I know of there are Altuve and uh, a coach or two. Um, but I, I, we were in a down spot when I was here, and uh, it's good to see that there there a lot of success and, and winning ball games. Um, I got nothing but respect for uh, the new front office that's here now, and uh, hopefully they can uh, continue to keep moving in the right direction. But um, obviously, the team that drafts you, you, you hold a special spot. Yeah, five scoreless for Jordan Lyles. No doubt about it, the story of this game. Carlos Hernandez comes in and throws a scoreless sixth inning. Colin Snyder serves up a leadoff home run to Chaz McCormick in the seventh inning. You cash that double play bet I gave you earlier today, huh? Uh, Tucker Davidson gave up a run in the eighth inning, but Taylor Clark came in for the final two outs of the eighth and then gets an additional three outs in the ninth inning. So a five-out save for Taylor Clark, his third save of the season. My game notes following this 3-2 Royals win are presented by Jay's Southland Toe Service. I mentioned the Royals have won four straight series, and then I kind of dismissed it because I mentioned the last time they did it was also September it was also a very bad team. Uh, September of 2019, the Royals won four straight series. Man, that feels like yesterday, too. Do you remember September of 2019? I do. Uh, th th that's, that's the September that I truly learned. Where I, where I learned my lesson that you, you just you can't read too much into September. Especially that year, right? The balls were all juiced. But that was Mondi and Solaire and Dozier and Merrifield. That, that's where, honestly, you can point back to 2019 as the fulcrum of the Dayton Moore era. Because I honestly believe that second half of the 2019 season is, is what, that was the impetus to believe this core is going to work. And the belief that that previous core was going to work is ultimately what led to his dismissal. Did you sign Hunter Dozier to a contract after that second half? Uh, you, you don't trade Whit Merrifield. You don't trade Jorge Soler. Yeah, the last time this team won four straight series, it probably set the franchise back half a decade. So while that's not the most encouraging statistic, how about this one? The Royals, not only have they won four straight series, they've won five of the last six series. Now, the last time they did, they did that was 2017, June of 2017. You remember what happened in June of 2017? The Royals' bullpen was in, well, I, don't, I don't know if disarray is the right term, but no one was grabbing the final three outs. No one, even Kelvin Herrera, no, no one was saying the closer's role is mine. You already traded Wade Davis away. No one was saying this is my ninth inning. So the Royals went out and traded for Brandon Maurer and uh, Ryan Buchter and Trevor Cahill. 
And the team was never the same. They, they end up bringing in Melky Cabrera, and then they fall short of the postseason, and that's it. That was the end of the run. The rebuild started shortly thereafter. Um, but that 2017 team, okay, th that's at least a good team. That was a competitive team. That was a 500 team. So that, that doing something that hasn't been done since that squad, okay, that's a fine little feather for the cap. Royals win 3-2. to two. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. We'll take a dive into the text line after this. Firm's post-game show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. Two outs, bottom nine. The pitch. Fastball hit on the ground toward the hole. Wade backhands, plants his feet, throw to first, in time, got him! And that's the ball game! A laser throw across the diamond from Bobby Witt Jr. Secures the final out and secures a Royals win. Five straight wins for the boys in blue. Jake Eisenberg on the call, as heard here on 610 Sports Radio. A sensational throw from Bobby Witt Jr. in a shallow left field for the 27th out, securing the third save of the season for Taylor Clark. Bobby offensively, rough night. 0 for 4. He, he did drive in a run, drove in the second Royals run. Uh, plating Nick Prado in the fifth inning. But really, when I look at my game notes, I see Bobby's name written down twice, and it's about other Royals picking him up. First inning. Uh, Michael Garcia reaches on an infield single. He steals second, and an errant throw from the catcher gets him to third. So Garcia's on third with nobody out. Bobby Witt Jr. due up next. Got to put the ball in play, right? Can't strike out. Bobby strikes out. But MJ Melendez comes up next, uh, puts the ball in play, belts it to deep center field uh, to score Michael Garcia. So uh, MJ picks up Bobby in the first, and then in the fifth, I mentioned Bobby's RBI. Um, bases loaded, nobody out. He grounds into a fielder's choice to the third baseman. Third baseman goes to second base, gets Michael Garcia. So it's runners now on the corners and one out. Now, that, that I'm not saying that, oh, oh, Bobby can't hit into a fielder's choice. No, that's not my point. Uh, moments later, Bobby's picked off of first base for the second out of the inning. So suddenly you go from a 2-0 lead again. These are the Houston Astros. I don't know how comfortable you felt throughout the game, but I was never comfortable. So you have runners on the corners and only one out with your number three hitter, MJ Melendez, coming to the plate. Now, I understand he's not the classic number three guy, but hey, second half of the season, MJ has an OPS of 822, a batting average of 271. He's been very good in the second half. So instead of runners on the corners and one out for MJ Melendez, it's man on third, two outs. Thankfully, Kyle Isbell shows some heads up base running at third and he pounces the second the uh, JP France breaking ball finds dirt. 
Kyle Isbell breaks for home and scores on a wild pitch. Or else, because Melendez ends up striking out, swinging through a 93-mile-per-hour fastball from the Astros' right-hander. If not for the heads-up base running from Kyle Isbell, Bobby getting picked off likely cost the Royals a run. But Isbell picks up Bobby just like MJ picked up Bobby earlier in the game. And that Isbell wild pitch run scored turns out to be the game winner. So not the best offensive night for Bobby Witt Jr., but he's allowed a subpar offensive night. The guys on the precipice of becoming the first Royal in history with 30 home runs and 30 stolen bases. Uh, Only two Royals tonight had multi-hit games. Uh, Michael Massey had his fifth multi-hit game in the month of September. Uh, Mass has a 860 OPS in the season's final month. And Michael Garcia went two for four. Uh, He picks up uh, another multi-hit game. That is, he's he's second on the team. He's second only to Bobby Witt Jr. in multi-hit games. That's uh, Michael's 31st multi-hit game in his his rookie campaign. All right, let's go to the Jay Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. From the 816, Vern, I want the Royals to only win three more games. I want to see history. Well, um, okay. Are you like 14 years old, though? That's, I guess that would be my question. You don't remember 2005? The heck are you talking about? You want to see history. Royals win three more games. They'll match the 2005 ball club for the worst record in franchise history. You don't remember that? That's that's stupid. Uh, thanks for listening, though. You're adding a lot. Let's go to Scott in Phoenix. He writes in... Uh, yeah, no, no question. Uh, Vern, the Astros will kick themselves if they lose the division or even the wild card after going two and four against us. Uh, not only that, they've lost six of eight to the Royals and A's combined. Two worst teams in baseball from the beginning of the season until now. It's been the Royals and A's, the dregs of this sport. And the Astros in the last three weeks, have lost six times. Astros now find themselves a game and a half back of the Texas Rangers. You remember how quickly it happens, how quickly a lead can fade, and how quickly a deficit can be erased. They're reeling right now in Houston. Tomorrow's game's going to be something else. That place is going to be jumping, but also you're going to be able to feel the tension. I mean, I'll never forget being there for game five of that. Or excuse me, uh, being there for game four, the comeback, game four, down in Houston at the ALDS back in 2015. Tomorrow it's going to be Hunter Brown going up against Steven Cruz, the big right-hander, is going to serve as an opener. Uh, Opening for who? Uh, We'll find out. I would think it's going to be one of the new guys, either Jonathan Bolin or Anthony Veneziano. We'll see, though. Henry from Topeka writes in, Vern, random thought, a random prop for you. Nelson Velasquez, home runs next year, over under 29 and a half. By the way, good win from the boys in blue. 
Yes, it was. Yeah, Henry, I um, what are you talking about? You got a home run total of 29 and a half for a guy that you've been watching for a month and a half? Look, he's been impressive, no doubt about it. 12 home runs, 11 of them at Kauffman Stadium. No, he, he's been sensational. But 30 home runs when you play your home games at Kauffman Stadium. I mean, I don't know how old you are, but you've only seen it, what, a half dozen times? Over under Nelson Velasquez in 2024, I'll put it at 22 and a half. How about that? Thanks for listening, Henry. Thanks to Chris Inocero for the help back at the studio. Thanks to you for listening. It's the Royals and Astros. Royals going for the sweep? What? Talk to you tomorrow, 12 noon on 610 Sports Radio. You've been listening to Vern's Post Game Show. Diving is MJ Melendez. Did he make that catch? He did! Check out the All Things Vern channel on 610sports.com and the Odyssey app to stay up to date with your boys in blue. Ten strikeouts through seven scoreless innings for Brady Singer. On your home of the Royals, 610 Sports Radio. We now take you back to regularly scheduled programming.